Hi, welcome to the best part of your day. My name is Josh Boynton, and I am the owner of CrossFit Backward Arrow in Abilene, Texas. I like to use this podcast to talk about different topics in the health, fitness, wellness, CrossFit, exercise, injury, prevention, and those types of areas. Um, Try to talk about topics to help you to improve your life as well as uh, help you to succeed with the goals that you have set out for yourself. On today's podcast, I would really love to discuss nutrition. Um, We're starting the new year and this time of year is a time where so many people are really working to set goals for themselves to maybe lose some weight or be more fit or look a little better naked or be a little healthier, have better health markers. All of those things are great. And I would love to discuss some nutrition advice that I typically follow that I give to others that I've seen really, really um, successful for myself and for others. My life has been changed with my nutrition change. I remember when I first started exercising, that was that was a big deal. But when I changed my nutrition and the habits that I had in the kitchen, that is whenever I saw the biggest changes in my body, uh, in my performance, in how I felt and how I looked. And I really want to help others along that path. A little bit about me. I know, um, so I'm a physical therapist and I'm board certified in orthopedics. I own a gym. I have had my life changed with nutrition, but I will say I am not a nutritionist. That is not where my formal training is, although I have done a lot of research on nutrition uh, and what I'm going to advise you to do today is in no way saying that I'm better than a nutritionist or more effective or they don't know what they're doing. I just know that this is the diet and lifestyle that I have seen the most success with for the most people within my gym. Um... I know that it's not appropriate for every single person. You know, there's a lot of people that have uh, some problems. Maybe they have some food allergies or maybe they have some other wellness and health issues. Maybe some kidney problems or some, some heart problems that may limit their ability to implement this fully. But... As I said, this is the the way that I've seen the most success for the most people, including myself. Also, one more thing to consider is that this is really a lifestyle change. It's not a diet in the in the classic sense that you take a pill for ten weeks and then you're done, or you you juice for a certain amount of time and then you're done. 
really what I'm advocating is a full lifestyle change. Um, this change not only helps people to lose weight, but it helps them to get off their medicines if they're on medicines or reverse diseases. It improves their sleeping difficulties and their energy deficits, and it helps them to get stronger and more performance that they're looking for out of the gym. And this is a lifestyle that is beneficial in all areas, not just in looking better naked. So with that being said, all of that introduction, I would love to tell you what this particular lifestyle is. And I feel like it's very, very simple. For this lifestyle, I want you to eat meats, vegetables, nuts and seeds, and fruit. That's it. That means that we should avoid alcohol, grains, dairy, and added sugars. So, let's get into it a little bit more deeply. First of all, what to eat. This is obviously what everybody is worried about. So these are the things to to think about eating. First of all, eat meat. I know that there's a lot of vegetarians and vegans out there that say, no, that's bad for you. In my experience and what I've seen and researched, meat is not bad for you. Now, an excess amount of meat can be detrimental, but... Eating meat in healthy portions and in appropriate amounts is totally fine. We were made to eat meat. As far as meat goes, you can eat all types. We want this meat to be as natural as possible, but really, all types of meat are fine. So that means chicken, beef, fish, elk, duck, turkey, Bacon, pork, I know bacon and pork are kind of the same thing, but I feel like bacon should be all its own. All of these are totally fine for us to eat in moderate amounts and as natural as possible. So what I mean by that is we should eat it as close to its original form as possible. That That is as few steps removed from having eyes as possible. So, I mean, Vienna sausage, while it is considered a meat, is not the most ideal meat for you to consume. Spam and deli meats are not the most ideal meats for us to consume. What I mean by as natural as possible is I'm talking about eating organic or free-range type of animals um animals that are fed a natural diet and we'll get into some of that a little bit more deeply in further podcasts but one example that I use is the cattle that we eat the beef that we eat we should consider using or eating beef that is as natural as possible which means that it was grass fed and grass finished that it wasn't injected with a lot of hormones or antibiotics. It wasn't fooled around with. It wasn't kept in a high stress environment. So those feedlots where they keep them where 
cattle are walking through their own poo and getting sick with other diseases. These are the the types of things that we want to stay away from. And as I said, we'll talk about that a little bit more detail in future podcasts with, with some other people that are a little more knowledgeable on that fact than I am. So um, I'm excited about that per- particular podcast in the future. Keep your eyes and ears open for that one. Uh, but the bottom line is meats are good for you. We should be eating them in organic and natural as possible forms. Okay, vegetables. With veggies, you should and could eat all that you want. All shapes, all sizes, all colors, all types, all varieties. In, again, as natural a form as possible. So the more we saute it and cook it down and boil it out and things like that, that is going to take away some of the nutritional value But the bottom line is that vegetables are good for you no matter what. I don't even have to convince you that much. It's just tough to do because they're not generally the most tasty things that you've ever had. You can make them tasty, but a lot of times that means adding a lot of extra things. And we're really, with this lifestyle, trying to stay away from some of those things. So try to make your vegetables as natural as possible. But vegetables should take up the majority of your diet. So yes, you can eat meats, but vegetables should still outweigh your meat intake. Vegetables are an excellent source of fiber. They have low sugar content, even though they are a carbohydrate. They are very nutrient dense, so they have a lot of vitamins and minerals. And they're easy to find. They tend to be very cheap. These are these should form the base and the staple of our diet. Okay, don't have to talk much about vegetables because most of you already know that. It's just finding a way to implement it that tends to be the problem. We'll talk about that in other podcasts as well. Next, nuts and seeds. This should be a good part of your diet as well, although not the major part. These should kind of fill in some of the holes that you're that you're having. Nuts and seeds are a great source of fat and protein, and they should supplement, fill in the holes of your diet. One thing, though, to consider is that peanuts are not considered a nut. Um, so many of us, eat peanuts and peanut butter because it's a very, very easy filler. It's very cheap. It's widely available. But peanuts have some properties associated with them that that tend to cause some trouble within our body. They, they cause some inflammation. They have what's called anti-nutrients. And they are just a little bit more difficult for our body to digest. And our body reacts in a way that is less than ideal regarding these peanuts. So think about adding nuts and seeds. That's all types except for peanuts. So there's cashews and macadamia nuts and almonds and pistachios and sunflower seeds and chia seeds. And if you can think of it, you're probably okay to do it. Walnuts, you know, there's a billion of them out there. And... Adding those to your diet is going to be a great source. They make excellent snacks for when you're hungry because they fill you up. 
and they stick with you for quite some time. Again, I really don't have to convince most people to eat nuts and seeds. They already know that they're pretty healthy. Finally, I want to talk about fruits. Okay, so fruits we tend to like a little bit more than vegetables. However, we should really only eat about half as many fruits as we do vegetables. So our vegetables have a lower sugar content, which is going to mess with our hormone levels a little bit less. They still have good nutrients. They have vitamins and minerals, the things that we need. And they are they tend to be much more tasty because they do have an increased sugar in them. But they also tend to increase your insulin response, which is something that we're trying to avoid with this particular diet. With regard to fruit, eat all types. But I highly recommend that you eat types or the fruit that is in season and fairly local for you. So as much as I love mango, I try to stay away from too many mangoes because most of the mangoes that we eat are imported. Same thing with other fruit like papaya. And eating a more local fruit tends to be a little bit better for a multitude of reasons. First of all, it's using pollen that is more local to your area. So hopefully your allergies are a little less uh, problematic by eating these fruits. But also, when you consider the fact that a lot of these fruits had to come from out of the country, uh, especially like the ones that I mentioned, like mangoes and things like that, what happens is they try to find different ways to preserve them, to keep them from going bad. You take that into your body, and then it kind of becomes a little bit more detrimental to you. So think about eating all types of fruits, especially the ones that are in season, and especially ones that are a little bit more local to you. Okay, that's it. That's what you should be eating. Now, there's a million different combinations of those foods. You can use all different combinations and things like that. They make uh, so many cookbooks out there that are using natural products. There's just so many good things that you can make out of this. Notice what I did not say was anything about how much of this stuff to eat. I feel that whenever you eat these types of foods, you don't really have to think about how much to eat. What tends to happen is that all of these foods are very, very filling. They have a high fiber content or a high protein content, which is very filling for people. And that is a way to really moderate how much you take in as well as limit what the actual calorie content is. So, I usually say when you feel full and you've been eating only these foods, stop eating. That's all you need to know about regarding how much to eat for the most part. Now, sometimes when people uh, start to plateau, then we'll kind of start looking at how much they're eating, but really... I think what you are eating is much more important than how much of it you're eating. As long as you're eating the right stuff. Alright? So, let's move on and talk about the things that we should be avoiding in our diet. Now, this is much less 
exciting to talk about. Most people are not as excited to discuss what not to eat. So, let's just get into it. As I mentioned before, the things that we should be avoiding the most are alcohol, grains, dairy, and added sugar. There is one more area that typically has been thought of um, to cause trouble for our body and be things that we should be avoiding, but it's a little more controversial, and I'm talking about legumes. So, legumes are beans and peanuts and um, things like that. Beans and peanuts are the biggest, uh, they are the biggest type of legume. Um, As I said before, we should definitely be avoiding peanuts, but there's some research out there that shows that avoiding legumes is not necessarily something that we have to do. In fact, our our ancestors ate legumes. Uh, it's actually been shown they found pieces and traces of legumes in their teeth um, of some fossils. So our ancestors ate these legumes. It tells me that we should be okay to eat them as well, as long as we prepare them correctly. And again, we should be eating them as naturally as possible. But legumes, again, they contain some anti-nutrients, some things that, that our body tends to respond to in a negative way. However, if you prepare these things correctly, that can be something that if you enjoy them and you tolerate them well, then it's okay to eat them in moderation. And we can talk about appropriate preparation of legumes in the future. I I feel like that's getting a little too specific for what I'm trying to do today. So really think about eating legumes in moderation as long as you prepare them correctly. All right, now let's really get into the things that are going to make people mad at me. And let's talk about alcohol. So alcohol tends to be a fairly significant part of the American diet. We tend to love our alcohol to help us to relax and drink in social settings, which is okay. We should be taking moderation with our alcohol. So we should be taking it in our body in moderation. That means we should have a serving of alcohol a day. Not the six-pack that we like to have. Not the whole box of wine that we enjoy having. Maybe just a glass of wine. Um, We can get into the appropriate types of alcohol. But the bottom line, and if you ask, okay, Josh, what is the the best type of alcohol? If I I have to have alcohol, which you probably have a different problem, Um, if you have to have alcohol and you're going to choose the alcohol that is the best for you, it is actually tequila. Now, I don't mean tequila in the form of all the added sugars and, and additions that we make in margaritas. I'm talking about straight tequila. So if you're going to drink and you want to drink what's best for you, tequila is best And find a tequila that you can sip on, not shoot. Okay, that's a pretty quick subject. 
because it's really all about moderation as well as trying to avoid adding a lot of the extra sugars. So I know I've pissed a lot of you off. Let's continue down this road of aggravation and gnashing of teeth. And let's talk about grains. Now, most people say, well, I I really don't eat many grains, but our grains are processed into what we know as pasta, bread, rice, cereal, and oatmeal. And now I know I'm really upsetting a lot of people. The deal is with these types of foods, they create a very significant inflammatory response in our body. They cause inflammation in our gut. They increase our insulation, our insulin response. Sorry, they break down into sugar. They just—it's a problem within our diet. The problem is also that these foods tend to taste quite amazing. They are really, really hard to give up because they do taste so good. They are typically our comfort foods. They uh, fill us, but they often leave us hungry just a few hours later. So these are the things that we really need to avoid. Again, we can go into more detail as to why We should be avoiding these, but the bottom line is that grains are not good for us. They create an inflammatory response. They irritate our gut, which then our body responds to, or the food that we're eating actually leaks into our system. It's it's a syndrome called leaky gut syndrome, and grains have been shown to, to have a high correlation with these problems. So if you find that you have a lot of gastronomical distress, that you that you have trouble, some aches and pains and irregular bowel movements and things like that, grains are the cause of a lot of those problems. And the thing is that grains are really not tolerated by very many organisms on this earth. Grains, like all other things, are made to try to procreate the next generation so they have some defenses some natural defenses that they use against us to try to keep us from eating them and processing them as well as a result our body does not tolerate them well and we get things like diabetes and heart disease and high cholesterol and all of these other problems that are chronic diseases and really what's happening is our body is reacting to these things for a long period of time and it becomes a disease when our organs start shutting down from the inflammation that we've caused so really really try to avoid or eliminate grains as much as possible and as I said these These are typically in our diet as pasta and bread and rice and cereal and oatmeal and other things like that. One more just little side note that I really want to talk about is whole wheat. So whole wheat is really just good marketing. It is something that food makers use 
and say, oh, this is better for you because we've messed around with it less. The problem is that whole wheat it still has wheat, which is the problem. The problem is the actual substance itself, not also just the amount of processing that it has. So whole wheat is not safer or better. It is just really good marketing. So even though it says whole wheat, still try to stay away from it. All right. Okay. Now that I've taken away all the things that feel good, let's continue down that road. We should also be avoiding dairy. Dairy, especially in the typical American diet, is just not okay for us to be processing in our body. What happens is, is it causes inflammation. It's also processed highly in the American society. So it goes through homogenization and pasteurization and a lot of times the milk that we're drinking or putting taking into our body comes from cattle that have had hormones and antibiotics that have been fed a grain or corn filled diet that their body reacts to and so it puts things into the milk that's just less than ideal it's just really not a great thing for an a human to be taking in the milk from other animals and especially the way that we process it milk again it has some proteins that tend to inflame our gut and cause trouble it's also generally got sugar in it that our body doesn't process very well and causes inflammation as well Now, I'm not just talking about drinking milk because there's not a lot of adults that drink milk, Um, but I'm talking about other things as well, like cheese and yogurt and butter and sour cream and whey and my personal favorite dairy product, ice cream. All of these things, while they are very tasty, are less than ideal for us to be taking in as well. So I have trouble with this as well. I love ice cream. I could eat a whole pint in less than 10 minutes. I've timed it. It's awesome. But these are things that we should really be trying to avoid in our diet if we really want to see the goals that we... If we want to reach the goals uh, or see the results that we're after, we really want to try to limit dairy as much as possible in our diet. Okay, the last thing to talk about is the one that's probably going to upset the most people because it is delicious, and that is sugar. Now, I'm not talking about natural sugar like we find in fruits and vegetables. I am talking about the added unnatural sugar that we see in our diet. This sugar looks most like um, on a food label, you'll see it as uh, brown sugar or corn syrup or dextrose or fructose or rice syrup or sugar, high fructose corn syrup. And there's a bunch of other types of sugars that are out there. 
but these are the added and unnatural sugars that are added to our processed foods to make them taste better. The thing about these sugars is, again, they are highly processed. They cause a significant insulin response within our body, which just causes so many problems. If everything from fat storage to fatigue to messing with other hormones in our body, it's just not a great hormone to be messing with. Now, it's a natural hormone. We need insulin to be able to process food, but too much of a good thing is not a good thing. And so insulin in our body is less than ideal. Now, for us to take in a lot of these added sugars and jack up our insulin response is less than less than ideal as well. Also, these sugars tend to be highly addictive. They've done studies on these sugars and they stimulate the same areas of your brain that cocaine and heroin do. They stimulate the pleasure centers of your brain which makes you just want them more, which is why people find themselves hooked on crack cocaine and heroin. Okay, I know that that was not fun to hear, um, but I'm also going to say one more thing with regard to sugars, and that is we should be avoiding artificial sweeteners as well. I think it's long been known that aspartame is something that we should be avoiding, but we should be avoiding other types of sweeteners because even though they don't have calories, so there's not a caloric intake, they actually stimulate uh, an insulin response and they a lot of times stimulate a hunger response as well. So you end up eating more than you should. So, think about this for your diet as you go through the new year and the changes that you make. Eat meats, vegetables, nuts and seeds, and fruit, and avoid alcohol, grains, dairy, and added sugars. If you can do this, I tend to find that people shed weight quite quickly, especially at the beginning, and then they're able to keep the weight off because, as I said, this is a lifestyle. This is not just a diet, something that you do in passing. This is a lifestyle that you want to adhere to for a long, long time. All right. Well, that concludes the best part of your day uh, as, us, as we're talking about nutrition if you have questions, feel free. I usually post this to Facebook, so feel free to post your questions in the comments. Uh, like us on Facebook. Add us on iTunes. You can find this, this podcast on iTunes. Um, I am just really excited to hear and see all of you achieving your goals and living the life that you want to live, living your best life. So let me know how this works for you. Feel free to to reach out to us in, in all the fun ways to, to get it done. Again, I'm Josh Boynton. I'm the owner of CrossFit Backward Arrow in Abilene, Texas. 
I would love to help you in any way that we can. Keep an eye out and subscribe. And um, we'll see you next time. Have a great day.